Deep in the basement of Sofa Shalom, there's a dusty library that's really the home of a magical bookcase to another world. When Micah and Miri and their friends are home, where there's wolves and hares living fairy tales, Mr. Safer, the golem, and glass shoe sales. So come join us for the magic and mystery, maybe even a bit of Jewish history. Another day, another trip to the library. You mean, another trip to a magical faraway land of royalty talking animals and fairy tales? Well, yes, of course, but I also have a couple books to return. Same. I've been reading up on slugs. Did you know they have four noses? Huh. <laughs> As Zev might say, the better to smell you with, my dear. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty empty in here. And, um, dark. The library's not closed today, is it? Well, the doors were open. Hello? Anyone here? Auntie PJ? Huh, I guess I'll just have to keep the big book of slug facts for a little longer. Don't mind if I do. This is weird. Auntie PJ is always here. I'm pretty sure she lives in her office. I thought so too. I've seen her roasting a whole chicken back there. And she definitely has pajamas here. I don't care how many times she calls it high-end loungewear. She also keeps a chrysanthemum sleep mask in the cabinet above her desk. And a gong, for some reason. Well, she's not here now. Do you think she might have gone to Mashal? But she's never been there, right? I don't think she even knows about it. Jacob, of course she knows about it. Why do you think she keeps nudging us back toward the magical bookcase each time we visit? Huh. I thought she just really liked that bookshelf. Yeah, because it's magic. Let's go take a look. Maybe she's back there finding the perfect book to transport us. Auntie PJ, are you back here? Sure is extra dusty today. Let's try pulling out a book. Maybe she's just waiting to meet us in Michelle. Good idea, Evie. Ooh, I love this one. Sleeping Beauty. Oh, brace yourself, everyone. But wait. It's not even glow. I can't wait. I've been craving a definitely not poisoned apple. I know, but don't the books usually glow when we... Here it comes. <gasps> and... Nothing. <sighs> uh, try another book. The Gingerbread Man. Oh, still nothing. Huh, try one we've used before. Okay, look, here's The Tortoise and the Hare, a Shabbat story, the book that started it all. What are you waiting for? Crack it open! Another dud. Huh, not even the slightest hint of a breeze or a cool vortex sound effect. What's going on? I mean, it definitely wasn't all a very long, complicated dream, right? It really happened. We were in Mashal with a talking bookworm and Little Red Riding Hood and Snow White. It was all real, and I still have our bookmark here to prove it. Wait a minute, the hole punches. They're in the shape of a Jewish star, right? Right. I have a hunch that they'll align perfectly with the gems on the side of the bookshelf. Eh? Gems? Yep, little sparkly blue gems. Noticed them weeks ago. I was just waiting for them to be relevant. Check it out. I can't believe I, of all people, miss sparkly gems. Eh, you had to know where to look. Mary, uh, may I borrow the bookmark? Of course. 
Let's see. If I just put the bookmark here, it lines up with the gems and... <gasps> What's happening? Oh, the bookcase is moving. Uh, it's opening like a door. Well, that's new. This library is seriously the coolest. So, what should we do? I can't see anything from here. I think we'll have to go inside. Something strange is going on, and I have a feeling Mashal needs our help. I'm just gonna say it. I'm... I'm a little scared. Uh, me too. We've gone to Mashal so many times already. I know, but this is different. So we'll do it the same way we've done everything else. Together. Right. Together. <sighs> okay. Together. It closed behind us. We'll be okay. We just need to find Mr. Seyfair and Golem and figure out exactly what's going on around here. It's pretty bleak. I mean, I recognize everything, but it's also also different and still. Very still. Uh, are we in the right place? There's no Mashalizium or music. It's so quiet. <coughs> and dusty. And gray, right? The whole world looks kind of grayish. Where is everyone? Did you hear that? Sounds like Mr. Seyfair? Definitely Mr. Seyfair. I think it's coming from over there. He's in this big pile of dirt. Quick, start digging. I can see him. Keep going. Take my hand, Mr. Seyfair. I'll pull you out. For once, you're meddling for good. One, two, three. Are you okay? Uh, what's happening? Where's your tailcoat and your top hat? You find me buried in a pile of dirt and your first question is about my fashion sense? I've just never seen you without a top hat. Your head is so... Ooh. I'm a giant worm, of course it is. <sighs> Sorry, I'm just a little frustrated at the moment. You see, change worries me. Oh, I can relate. There's a reason you're my favorite. Well, a lot of change was happening here in Mashal, thanks to you all. And after that disastrous no-rules day, I just felt like I had to take matters into my own hands. Your own hands? But you don't have Every hands. time that you kids showed up, suddenly our stories would be different. I mean, Marion, the old woman who is supposed to live in a shoe, was in a proper house. And don't get me started on Little Bo Peep just forgetting about those wayward sheep. The giant and Jack hanging out, tortoise and hare taking breaks together, that's not how it's supposed to happen. All this change needs to stop, but you kept coming back. So, uh, I, uh, I, well, I, I did something drastic. Mr. Seyfair, you need to tell us what happened. I replaced the paper in the golem's ear. The what in his one, though? Yeah, you see, to bring a golem to life, its maker writes on a piece of paper and puts it in the golem's ear. It's kind of like the golem's instructions, its purpose, its reason for being. And what do those instructions say now? Keep everyone and everything in its place. <gasps> a 
And so he put you... In the dirt, because I'm a worm. I forget how literal golems can be. Poor Mr. Seyfair. You've got to stop him. I can only crawl so fast, and I hate to say it because you know how much I loathe the meddling. Yeah, you've mentioned that a few times. I begrudgingly admit that now I actually need you kids to meddle. Meddle! Big time! I can't believe I'm saying this, but you may be our only hope. I mean, I did come to get used to, maybe even like, some of your alterations. It is nice having a big friendly wolf around, and the annual festival of lights was much more fun when you all convinced Jack to jump again. Anyway, I apologize for my previous gruffness and humbly ask for help! Oh, all right! We're on it, but Mr. Seyfair, have you seen Auntie PJ? Auntie PJ? You know, about yay high, curly hair, big glasses, librarian-y. You must mean Madam Petronilla Juniper. Petronilla Juniper? Yes, Petronilla Juniper. Juniper? Huh. Here, I always thought PJ was because of her love of pajamas or lounge clothes or whatever she calls it. Yes, Jacob. Last I saw her, she was running toward the castle. Something about this being similar to a moat rescue in Ireland? There's no time to waste, children. Go! Chicken Little, is that you? Are you okay? Am I okay? Am I okay? She's not okay. Didn't you hear me? The golem is coming! And he's walking everyone away! Ah! Oh, Blue, how did the move go? Great, we live really close to my favorite Froyo place now. Free toppings! Oh, nice! I love Froyo. Run for your lives! The golem is coming! Gotta go! What's that up ahead? Ah! Humpty Dumpty, are you okay? I'm having a hard-boiled day over here, kids. Uh, ah! Golem locked me in my house, and as you can see, I keep trying to have a great fall and escape, but he also put a trampoline here to bounce me right back up. I need to get out of here and help help the others. I'm in a loop of great falls. Ah! We can help. Evie, Jacob, can you move the trampoline? Micah Blue and I will catch you, Mr. Dumpty. Uh, seems risky. One wrong move and I'll end up a sidewalk omelet. Uh, it doesn't really seem like your current plan is working. Okay, good point. I've got to help my, my friends. Goldilocks and Snow White have been asleep for at least a week. Not to mention poor Sleeping Beauty. We can do it together, Humpty. It'll be okay. Do you know about Omet's Lev? Courage of the heart, yes. Madam Juniper taught me all about it. In your case, the yoke. It's courageous of you to want to help your fairy tale friends, despite the danger. If you have that kind of courage, you're brave enough to make this jump too. We'll move the trampoline. <sighs> I can do this. Exactly. And we can catch you. Okay, here goes nothing. Kids, that took courage on your part, too. I know I'm not exactly over easy to catch. <laughs> okay, I think I'll try to wake Snow White first. The dwarves are getting really worried. Maybe you can help out poor Zev over there. The golem tied him to a tree because he said that's where he belongs. In the woods. Zev, is that you? 
Help! Zev's no wild wolf! Apologies for that yowling and howling. He's a domesticated cool cat. This rope's chafing something awful, too. I was a knot-tying master in scouts, so if I reversed my skills, I'm sure I could untie you. Wow, impressive. Double fisherman's knot. Have you seen Bubby or the three little pigs? Bubby's been flashing me Morse code from her cottage. She's locked in and needs help. Or at the very least, some muffins. The three little pigs have been trying to build an escape hatch out of straw. But Golem bricked them all in. Turned their own ingenuity against them. It's all topsy-turvy around here. And that's saying something in Mashal. Just a little bit more, and there. Got it untied. At least you're free now. Zev, have you seen our auntie? I mean, Madam Petronilla Juniper around? Give old Zev a minute to think, and... Did you hear that? Sounded like Jack. It came from that direction. Let's hop to it, Hepcats. Jack! What are you doing? What does it look like I'm doing? Jumping. Over. Candlesticks. The Govan lit these enchanted candles and made it so I can't stop. I'm burning my tuchus off over here and my legs are cramping up. Help! I've got an idea. Sev, you're the only one powerful enough to blow out those candles. Can you do that whole wolf puff and puff thing? I told you. I'm a domesticated wolf. I don't go huffing and puffing. Just not my scene. I don't eat grandmas, and I don't blow down houses. But maybe just this once? We learned all about resting and recharging on Shabbat, but it's important at other times, too. Jack really needs a rest. I really, really do. Ow! Oh, that one singed my foot! <sighs> okay, for Jack's sake. I'll give it the old Zev try. I'll huff, I'll puff, and I'll blow these candles out. You did it! You blew out the candles. Oh, oh, thank goodness. I'm just going to lay here for a little bit. On the ground. Not jumping. And then... I'm chucking those magic candles right into the garbage. Thank goodness they have no power when they're not lit. I'll try to free Bubby next. Then I bet I can help those three little pigs climb out of their chimney. Meanwhile, maybe you hepcats can help out the old woman who's been back living in her shoe. Golem laced that shoe up and tied it tight. And now she's stuck in there with all those kids. And I'm sure she doesn't know what to do. We're on it. woman who lives in her shoe. She's waving from the top of the boot. How many times do I have to tell you? My name's Marion, and I'm only 32. Marion, what happened to your pumpkin house? Golem came along and smashed it. Pumpkin goo everywhere. It wasn't a pretty sight. He put us back in this disgusting old boot. Do you know how hard it is to go back to living in a shoe when you finally realize your dream home? I had my own walk-in closet. Please help us. I'm on it. Those not tiny skills are coming in handy today. 
Let me just shimmy up toward the laces. Almost there. Thank goodness you kids came along. Ooh, double tied it. J just give me a minute here. And got it. Yay! <laughs> but where will you stay, Marion? Maybe the fairy godmother has another pumpkin to spare. Well, my kids and I have been gathering materials to build a non-pumpkin-based home for ourselves and for anyone in our community who needs shelter. We figured we've received so much Sadaka, we should give back. So don't worry about us. Yeah, worry about me. Jack, I thought you were resting. I was, but then this guy ran by and... Ow, Gustav, stop biting me. I'm trying to get you back to your giant. Where's the beanstalk? Well, that's the problem. Gollum chopped it down because he said, giants belong in the sky, not playing frisbee golf with Jack. I'm still not sure how Gustav ended up down here. Ow! I told you, Gustav, I'm doing my best to get you home. Stop squirming. I have an idea. Could you give me Gustav for a moment? Gladly. Geese can hiss? That is correct. They can also scream, bark, and cackle. And uh, supposedly they taste like roast beef. <laughs> I said supposedly! I read about it on Goosepedia. Okay, Gustav. When I can't control my emotions, I take a deep breath and count to five. And then maybe we can think of a solution together. Ready? One, two, three, four, five. I feel better. How about you? Great. Okay, so let's think. How could you get back to the giant? Well, Gustav can fly, but he's heavy because, well, you know, solid gold. What if he got a running start? Did someone say running start? It's hair. Hair, hair. Have you seen our Auntie PJ? Uh, Madam Juniper? Can't say I have. The golem's got me doing laps. The tortoise is somewhere back there, too. Need a hand? Thanks, hair. Here, hold up Gustav while you run. That should help him take off. You got it. Here goes nothing. It's working. Ha, he's doing it. He's flying back up to the giant. Bye, Gustav. Thanks, hair. I've got to keep going because, well, the golem is magically forcing me to run. We'll find a way to stop the golem and help you. We promise. Thank you, Miri. See you kids on the next lap. If you pass Tortoise, make sure he stays hydrated. Children! There you are. Whew, that was a long crawl. Mr. Seyfair! We tried to help as many people and animals as we could. Now that I see how things are under the golem's influence, I think maybe, just maybe, and just in this one instance, I was wrong. Everything indeed has its place, but sometimes change can be good. Here, I brought you a magical map. You'll need it if you hope to find the golem and restore peace to Mashal. Are those footsteps on the map moving? It's a magical map, as I literally just mentioned. Those footsteps track the golem's movements in real time. It says he's going to the land of odds and ends, past Folktale Village. Where's that? Mashal is bigger than you know. Uh, are we going to be here a while? My mom's expecting me home for dinner. And I still have to return the big book of slug facts. Is that Bo Peep? Great to see you all. 
The ant farm is doing really well, by the way. But heads up, I've just escaped a not-so-friendly golem. I've got to scoot before he has me rounding up sheep again. Wait, Bo Peep, have you seen our Auntie PJ? You might know her as Madame Juniper. Oh, yes. Madame Petronella Juniper freed me. But now she's the one who's in trouble. Oh, no. What do you mean? You all better hide. Quick. Do you think Auntie PJ's in trouble? We can't just leave her here. We need to help her. And we've got to stop the golem and get back to the friendly version of him we know. We have the map. I know we can do this. I'm in. Blue? I'm in, too. But if I have to pay late fees on that slug book... Excellent. That's the spirit, Blue. Helpful and yet still aware of the importance of rules. I won't get in the way now, kids, so off you go and good luck! You're going to need it. What, what was that, Mr. Safer? Nothing, Blue, nothing. Safe travels! Okay, we're off to save Michelle and Auntie PJ. And hopefully get back by dinner time. No biggie. If we stick together, there's nothing we can't do. Even take on a ten-foot-tall moving clay statue. Even that. Speaking of, look! Stop right there, buddies. Everything in its place. And the place for everything. No story. No staying in Mashal. Huh? Run! This way. I have a plan. 